Dateline, September 16th, 2010. Well, day, folks. Steve here, back for the Australia Desk for episode 115 of the uh, Airplane Geek Show. And with me, as always, is Grant McHeron. G'day, mate. Hey, mate. How you going? I'm just amazed. You know, we thought last week that we were really organised recording on a Friday, but um, today it's actually Thursday and we're recording. What's going on? That's right. We've brought it even further forward. So, I, yeah, you're probably right. You'll still wind up doing the editing at midnight on Sunday. But, hey, at least we're recording early. Although, knowing our luck, uh, Dan will wind up trumping us on some piece of Australia Pacific news that comes out between now and then. Yeah, yeah, Dan likes doing that. He loves tormenting us. Yeah, well, hey, we've got some big news down here. So, uh, which one are we going to talk about, mate? What are we going to discuss? We've got okay. I'll give you. I'll give you a few of the big headlines, like Boeing lifting their forecast for aircraft usage in Oceania. No DC-10 water bomber this season. Uh, this fire season, we are instead getting a couple of Convair 580s. Woohoo! Yeah. And another Ericsson Skycrane. Way cool. But uh, no DC-10. Indications are that British Airways may be wanting to merge with Qantas. But once again, Qantas is saying, no, 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 I'm not dancing with you. Wouldn't be the first time they've tried that game mm. in British Airways. I know, I know. And it, it's like, you know, they're, they're, they still haven't even finished merging in with Iberia, but they want, uh, anyhow, British Airways. They're <laughs> just British, whatever. Oh, I say. Meanwhile, Borghetti is going to fight the Department of Transport and the ACCC, who, of course, as we've been reporting recently, have kicked them back on their uh, Trans-Tasman alliances. And uh, they're asking for three weeks more to figure things out, but that's not stopping Qantas objecting to the Virgin Etihad alliance. So this is this is kind of nasty on Qantas's part. I mean, they do this. It's okay if they do this because they're in with British Airways. They co-chair with South African across to Johannesburg. They're linked up with American in the US. But oh no, if Virgin wants to do this, no, 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 that's too bad. I mean, just because Virgin's taken over their ex-girlfriend in the form of Etihad, but... Yeah, I, know, I, they're, they're, I think that's an interesting point. Um, you know, and, and we speculated a couple of weeks ago, Grant, you know, about how the mood of the boardroom would have been up there in uh, Sydney at Qantas HQ when this news came down. Um, and obviously they're not happy. I mean, uh, there's no friends where business is concerned. So uh, I guess they'll yeah. be doing everything they can now to frustrate that deal. It's, it's in their interest to do it. Definitely. So so which one of these are we going to cover in depth? Because these are all big items, man. That's big news. Yeah, well, that's that's all interesting big news. But, uh, you know, there's, there's other really big news, Grant. What? Big, big, big? I've heard there's some uh, minor US TV talk show host coming out here. Oh, no, no, not Jerry. No, no, worse, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> no, bring, no, all is forgiven. Bring back Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. Oosh, oosh, punch, punch. You know, that's good stuff. <laughs> yes, oh, Oprah Winfrey. Now, she's coming out here in December to do a show at the uh, Sydney Opera House, which is, they're going to rename the Oprah House. How inventive, Grant. Oh. For the day. Oh, ow. And then uh, she's coming down here to shop in Trendy Melbourne, so says her PR people. Now, uh, Melbourne Talk Radio host Steve Vizard was on the radio yesterday having a few uh, interesting suggestions about um, (laughs) how things might be if she wants the real Melbourne experience. I think we should give them a genuine Melbourne arrival. None of this fancy stuff. I think they should arrive at Avalon. I think Seven should be filming border security there. There's another three hours of tiring her up. I reckon by the time she starts to the shop till she drops, she'll be back at the airport trying to get out of the Don't. place. It's not wrong about that, mate. I tell you what, bring her into Avalon. That's an experience for her. Yeah. Oh, look, it's just like arriving in Brisbane uh, back in the 80s where you'd we flew in from Auckland and it was, you know, it went down the air bridge. It was all professional and cool. We arrive in Brisbane and have to walk down air stairs and across the tarmac in the rain to a Jack the Slasher food barn kind of warehouse. That was where customers was. So um, at least Avalon has slightly nicer amenities than that, but it's still nowhere near as good as Tuller if you're arriving from overseas. Yeah, take a trip up the Geelong Freeway.
freeway, get snapped by a few speed cameras along the way. That's the real Melbourne experience. Yeah, totally. Now, the right. interesting part is um, where the aviation side of it fits in here, of course, is that uh, she's coming out here with Qantas. She made the big announcement with John Travolta, who's a big ambassador for Qantas. Now, John Travolta is actually a uh, qualified 747 pilot, I think, Grant, isn't he? He uh, did his training out here at the uh, Sydney Simulator Centre a few years ago, and he's been a major ambassador for Qantas ever since and does a great job for them. So uh, I don't think he'll be flying. In fact, they're coming out here on an A380, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, John does fly his own 707, which is an ex-Qantas aircraft. So it's been painted up in Qantas colours. And uh, so he's a Qantas ambassador. They did put him through the 747 pilot training as well as getting him his 707 endorsement. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know if he... I'm sorry, I'll take that back. You know he's going to wind up on the flight deck of the A380 for the photo PR. And speaking of Virgin Grant, we'll do our one serious story of the week. And uh, this is talking about uh, Richard, Sir Richard Branson's uh, recent visit out here for uh, Virgin Blue's 10th birthday. And uh, he had some rather interesting comments to make uh, regarding the state of the business out here. Yeah, well, he came here at a really interesting time with uh, the whole uh, alliance strategy uh, reeling as it gets kicked to the curb. But he's saying that Virgin Virgin will undercut Qantas. He's also saying they're upset of naturally about the Department of Transport and ACCC decisions and that they may actually pull out of the trans-Tasman market altogether. And that's pretty interesting that uh, they would they would let that one go to Qantas, uh, Jetstar and uh, Air New Zealand, plus, of course, Emirates and anyone else who steps in to fill the void. Well, that's a really interesting prospect um, and very smart strategy on their part. On the one hand, the ACCC is saying, you know, if they, if they have this tie-up that they want to have, that it's going to be anti-competitive and could possibly lead to fewer flights going across and therefore prices will go up. However, they're saying, well, fine, we'll pack up our bat and ball and go home. That's going to lead pretty much to the same thing because if Qantas and Air New Zealand and Eddie had to a lesser extent, if they have that route to themselves, it's going to be the same thing and prices will go up. Yeah, it's very, very possible. <laughs> However, if prices do go up and there's seen to be a market, don't forget Air Asia X are looking at uh, jumping across the Tasman as well. So uh, Etihad may keep their prices down just to get more and more traffic. Who knows? Yeah, well, of course, Etihad's in a kind of, and we've talked about this before, where they're in a kind of a unique position. They're really making that trip across carrying freight. And uh, that's yeah. they, they offer some uh, very competitive deals. And Grant, we ought to get ourselves on one of those flights and go over there one day. I think so. I think so. I mean, of course, we'd be self-loading freight then. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Self-loading freight, that would be us. But the last big bit of news from Branson was that he says the Virgin name is here to stay, that uh, we've been talking a little bit about uh, the negotiations with Singapore Airlines who have the, the veto rights on any other international Virgin named airlines. And um, yeah, the, the, we've been wondering if it's going to be V Australia for the whole company or if it's going to be Virgin Australia or what's going to happen. Well, Branson has indicated that uh, Virgin will stay in the name. They're not going to take that out. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's a good uh, a good strategy. They're, they're well established and they've been here 10 years now. It would be silly to, even if they change it to V Australia, um, which, you know, we, we'd sort of heard they were considering that at some point, really. I mean, they've got the brand name established here now. It would be rather foolish to, you know, to change that. Of course, they yeah. could, could colour their planes blue instead of red. That would be rather less confusing. <laughs> well, that was that whole true blue thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> mate, we might leave it there for this week. Uh, now, uh, we do realise from the last uh, show that uh, Dan did give us a bit of homework. Uh, in answer to your question, uh, well, actually, point one, we don't talk funny. What's he talking about, Grant? We don't have an uh-huh. accent. We keep it's talking. truth, mate. He's rather confused anyway. He's only, he's only a young fella, so. Yeah, I know. He's kids. 
Anyway, in answer to your other question about how uh, Qantas and uh, Jetstar are going to uh, organise the scheduling where they're going to be competing on the same routes, uh, we're not exactly sure. We can, uh, you know, we can certainly make up a good story, but we've actually been in, quant- in contact today with uh, Qantas's uh, media unit, and we hope to be able to speak to somebody during the, the next week or so, uh, and they'll be able to tell us exactly how they're going to make those decisions, and uh, we'll record some of that and put it on the next Ausdesk. Yeah, so sorry you got to wait another week, but uh, we're going to get it straight from the horse's mouth. Just how does Qantas do their route planning and figure out how many Qantas flights versus Jetstar flights they should have on a given route? Stay tuned and watch this space, as they say. Yeah, of course, naturally, uh, the way things have been going in the Qantas group, I'd say they'd probably prioritise as many Jetstar flights as they can and uh, throw a smattering of uh, City Flyer Qantas services around it. If there's market for that margin, they'll put a premium in there because they need the money. Hmm. Well, that's just about everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk, folks. Um, seeing as we're so organised, Grant, uh, I could probably get this edited and, I don't know, maybe finish off that uh, episode 43 of Playing Crazy Down Under we've been working on. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Max won't know himself if he gets this on Sunday morning his time. Well, I can still leave it till Sunday night and get it out in the wee small hours of Monday morning just, just to be consistent, Grant. We like yeah, we do have a reputation. We yeah. do have a reputation to live down to. That's right. I am a train driver, so, of course, nothing ever runs on time in this house. Oh. There we go. And whilst train passengers around the world are contemplating the truth of that statement. We'll talk to you next week. Until then, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks.